0: Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Two Face Fake Snakes. This is the podcast from the little-known Irish hip hop back The Lineup, and with me, as ever, is my partner in crime. Dr. Toomey.
1: Thank you, yes, in the last episode I was christened or etc with that name and I, yeah, I'm going to be called Dr. Toomey from now on and you're Professor T
0: and here we are in a very special episode and why is it special? Well, I'll tell you the reason why it's special because uh, over the years um, as we discussed in the last episode of the podcast, we have incorporated a number of characters into our work into our songs and sometimes into videos and we thought we might elaborate on some of that because it went down quite well at the live gig, so what's going to happen next is uh, a very well-known chap uh, in some circles but maybe not in this circle is going to interview me, me. in our
1: circle he's well i
0: don't know what <laughs> I, I got lost in the fucking maze of circles there venn diagrams everywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a subset of set a um so sir john of is actually we'll are going be recording an interview uh, with sir john Groats interviewing me so we're just going to uh switch to that now so i hope you enjoy it
1: Welcome here to one hundred and five point eight point three point two, the Sir John of Groats show. It's a lovely Saturday afternoon. It's the autumn, and I'm here with a young man from Dublin. goes by the name of Professor T. His name is Fergal Trainer. Fergal, welcome to my show. Thank you. It's a
0: great uh, place. So,
1: so, Fergal, uh, you're you're a rapper, isn't it?
0: Uh, yes, uh, we've actually hmm. been rapping for uh, for a number of years number uh, of years yeah, yeah yes it uh, st- started out in, in 2004 well
1: sometimes people we say a number of years does it mean like two years or is one a number fergal is five a number is seven a number could you give the listener a bit more clarity on the, the number
0: of years well, in this case, the number would be 14. Thank you for giving me a number. Yes. Uh, so, a number, I suppose, can mean many things. But, yeah, uh, you're probably right to point that out. Several would be the word I'd use, for Several years. Several
1: years. It's more descriptive than a number of years. It could be any number of years. I've heard the expression any number, but I haven't exp- heard the expression a number of years. It's like m- almost mealy-mounted. You don't know where you're going, Fogel. Okay? This is show... Sorry. No. Um back on track uh Fergal you've been I'm sorry you've you've been in in this band this rap this rap band rap tell us a bit what
0: is rap well uh rap is really something that originated in uh, America in well a number of years ago (laughs) oh jesus but uh, uh, so it's, it's, it's uh, speaking rather than singing and doing it to a specific time and rhythm. And the, v- the, the vocals are spoken rather than sung and they're done to a beat, uh, the background music. Uh, and so you're talking about poetry? Not quite poetry, it's a bit different. Um, poetry you don't do in a, to a particular rhythm, you don't do it at a particular mm. speed, you just read it in your own reading cadence. But rap is done to use what's known as um, a flow you you rap to a particular flow and you get the words out that way
1: Yes, yeah, so, and so so rap originated as far as i know because i do my research um in the late 1980s or well, the early 1980s is sorry uh no I've, I've 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 muddled myself there you you've so in the 1970s, 1980s, in the Bronx, and yes. uh, 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 Harlem, and uh, B- Brooklyn, New York, okay, it's taken on a very uh, cultural uh, specificity from there, and I, I, w- what are your views on cultural appropriation of a music, or a genre, or a culture? that has come from a specific part of New York in the late 1970s and early 1980s. What are your views as a middle-class man from South County, Dublin, who is, is, is taking on this culture? How, how do you look at yourself in the mirror? And what what, what are your answers to my, my
0: charges here? Charges? Okay. Uh, well, in my mind, music is for everybody. So... <laughs> People don't own music. It's for everybody, Yes, I believe so. Uh, No particular culture can lay claim to ownership of a genre of music. Perhaps that's how it starts out. Rock music started with the blues, which was primarily performed by black musicians at the time. But white musicians adopted the blues. And it grew from there and music i think should be a shared art form i don't think it should be exclusively owned or operated by any one group or individual or uh, ethnicity or locality hmm.
1: a very a very uh, a very comprehensive and articulate answer probably one you've prepared already so you 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 say you, you've been in a rap band um so, so one wonders if you're not representing the cultural, the natural culture that comes out of New York City in the late nineteen seventies and nineteen eighties, but you're actually representing something that comes out of Dublin, Ireland, in the early two thousands, the noughties, What type of things are you actually rapping about?
0: Well, a lot of the things we would rap about would be our day to day life. Uh, yeah. I like to the laugh. struggle of your everyday life, Virgil, isn't it? Uh, no, you're putting words in my mouth now, Sir John. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, yes. Well, w- well, if you look at where, where Rapcom it was always about a struggle. The struggle of people to make it, to deal with racism, to deal with oppression, politically, economically, bad health services. Virgil. And you are telling me that you've something to say coming from the South County Dublin.
0: Every- your your sheltered lifestyle. I think everybody has something to say. Everybody has a story. Enlighten
1: us. Enlighten us. I will,
0: if you let me. Uh, everybody's lived. Everybody's... Anyone who's alive has lived... And I have a story to tell because I'm still alive. I'm 32 years old. Congratulations for still being alive. Thank you. And I like to celebrate that by writing semi-autobiographical... Some
1: people celebrate with their birthdays.
0: (laughs) Yes, they do. And I like to celebrate by writing lyrics, autobiographical in nature. And really, the way I approach lyrics is giving the listener an insight into my inner thoughts. Quite right. And you you mentioned the word
1: autobiographical, Fergal. Um, Can you give me an example of a song or a piece of work that you've done that has been in some way autobiographical.
0: Yes, well, one of her very early songs, Drink Ballad, was all all of it was pretty much autobiographical. Uh, It's about drinking underage or at the age of 18 and 19, and the things that happen as a result, and the kind of things and situations you find yourself in as a young person going out drinking
1: yes yeah, so 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 you' rapped about drinking, you were underage, you were breaking the law you, you you have a fair set of balls coming on my show, admitting that you broke the law, but that's fine i, I wouldn't i I know you're trying to appropriate a culture that came from New York City in the late 1970s early 1980s so that what doesn 't surprise me, but uh, how comfortable are you breaking the law <laughs> and Uh, Is that something you, is that a sort of image that is uh, inherent in rap music and a a sort of coolness, I'm cool, I'm a rapper, I'm breaking the law, I I have my my pimps and my hoes and my bitches or whatever vernacular you've again appropriated from New York City.
0: Um, How do you, how do you square that circle? it's a good question how comfortable am I breaking the law it's a leading question and it's not one that I think I can answer with uh, a level of comfort because that would insinuate that I break the law regularly which isn't the case anymore as a young person yes I did drink underage but at the same time I think that's a rite of passage that everybody goes through
1: oh, it's a very snappy very, very kind of you know, to the point a very very you know, precise answer I think I'm, I'm sensing a, a theme here Fergal you are he yeah, has a very articulate nature, very, you know, precise, doesn't stumble over his words. It's, it's almost too perfect. You say that like it's some sort of criticism. Well, it's just, it's, I'm sure the listener will be interested to, to, to get behind your thought process, Virgil. Uh, how many years have you been rehearsing? Did you rehearse in the mirror this morning? Or is this something that you feel is natural to you at this point in your life?
0: I've always been fairly confident with my ability to speak and communicate and... hope you're not making you self conscious, though. Well, um, no, I'm, I, I think I'm fairly articulate and it just comes naturally to me. So, no, I didn't rehearse. I didn't look in the mirror this morning. Well, I did look in the mirror, but not to rehearse. Um, mm. I looked in the mirror to see if I still looked the same as I did yesterday. And lo and behold, I did. Ooh, a bit of punch there. Clever.
1: So, um, going back to your, your rap career, what would you say was the, 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 the most successful point in your career? You, you the lineup is that the, the name of your band? That's it? What would you say is the most successful point? The pinnacle of the lineups uh, output creatively.
0: Okay, so you're talking about artistically rather than from a attendance. No, program.
1: no, I didn't specify that. I left it deliberately broad, folks. So you, but if you're asking me to clarify, are you asking me to clarify the question? Are you asking me to rephrase the question?
0: A clarification would be welcome.
1: Okay. Let me rephrase this. Sometimes I have to do this for for certain guests. The question is in two parts. What was the pinnacle
0: of your success commercially? And what was the pinnacle of your success creatively? Okay, so commercially probably would have been a gig we did in Dorans back in 2000. And I'm going to say <clears throat> seven maybe 2007 and I think there was about 110 people there which is the largest crowd we've ever played in front of it we got paid the most money we've ever been paid yeah. mm. I think we got 100 euro each for that gig so mm. it was a, a, the largest payday we've ever received artistically the pinnacle of our work I think is father time a song we wrote recently something that was uh, personal to both of us and something that was realized better than we'd actually planned and um, it was one of those things where you write a few lyrics And you don't intend the song to be as good as it comes out. And it comes out better than you ever could have intended.
1: Mm. Father Time. Interesting. I suppose, in a way, you probably expect me to delve deeper into Father Time now. As you probably have have rehearsed this morning when you were looking in the mirror. And preparing this whole show. But I'm not going to ask any further questions about Father Time. Because this is my show and I have my own agenda. Okay.
0: That's abundantly clear. <laughs>
1: yes. But I'm gonna ask you a separate question related to time, and it's this one. How can you justify continuing on with this rap music into your you say early thirties? Well I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's it's questionable that it's early thirties. How can you continue on with such a a silly, frankly silly art form that has peaked In probably about fifteen years ago, probably about fifteen years ago, when LL Cool J was on his seventh album, how can you justify continuing on with this? You're a serious man. You have a serious job. You you, you're building for the future. You're going to have children in a few years. They're going to go to school. You're going to choosing which school they're going to go to. They're going to go to that one over there, and Uni Dominational, the Catholic school, the Paulson School, whatever it is. And you're doing this fucking... Oh, excuse me, we'll bleep that out later. You're doing this frivolous nonsense. How can you justify that to yourself, never mind
0: your supposed fans? Well, we don't think it's frivolous or we don't think it's nonsense. That's, And we don't need to justify it to ourselves or anybody else either because we are doing what we want we get creative fulfillment out of doing it and it serves a purpose in our lives it fills a void that would be otherwise unfilled had we not done it so justification is unnecessary at this juncture or at any juncture in fact we do it because we like doing it and we're going to continue to do it Mm. not about fashion it's not about what's cool it's not about what was in the charts 15 years ago or how many albums ll cool j has produced since or before it's about what we like to do and that's why we do it
1: well, Jesus, Fergal, you I have to say you do have a bit of pep in your step. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so I think you you have done a great job. I've put you through the ringer, to be honest. Yes, you have. People who come on my show I put through the ringer, as you were aware. I was aware of that in advance. Yes. I am gonna finish this show now because I've got better I've got other guests to interview i have jeremy paxman coming on later i have the queen of england uh, a little bit later but at the same time it was good to allocate some of my precious time to talking to you so can i just say but wishing you the best of luck for your ventures with the lineup and professor t and all that okay thanks very much and i i, I will see you uh, next time we're going to go now thank, yes, you. Okay, was a pleasure, thank you yes john Groats, uh 105.2 point am going to take you through with some music now here we go Having fun right here, man. Yo,
0: whatever dog, yo, whatever dog When you're writing lines, just make sure the words rhyme Anyone can rap so long as you stay in time With the beat, get yourself into a comfortable position Just think of loads of words to end in ish You'll be there all day without repetition If you keep fishing for the premonition of nutrition The preposition will prepare you for the preparation When you run out of ish just start using asian. At some stage, try and get in masturbation Then you have a one-way ticket to Superstar Station Although by bar 11, it gets a bit tricky you get confused, you better Save this verse quickly All you need is a sexy, rhymed couplet But now you're fucked Because nothing rhymes a couplet This is real hip-hop Make no mistake about it And this formula, well, where would we be without it? Yeah. Okay, so that was Sir John of Groats putting me through the ringer there on his radio show um and i think actually i quite enjoyed that because he does put difficult questions to the interviewee and you really have to think on your feet um so next we have uh, another well-known character uh, from our past uh, an interview we recorded recently as well and this is bernie reeves interviewing dr toomey so we're gonna cut to that now i hope you enjoy it let's go Good afternoon, this is Bernie Reeves on the revived Bernie Reeves's Hip Hop Hour. You're all very welcome today, and with me today, I have a special guest. We did a wee spot in the International Bar on the 29th of September last week. It's, of course, none other than Dr. Toomey. How are you doing today, Connell? Not too bad, Bernie. It's good to see you again after last week. That is excellent news. Now, you tell me... What the bloody hell have you been doing for the last ten years?
1: Um, well, various things, I suppose. I've been uh, meandering through a, a career in health health service, but I suppose you're asking more specifically about the lineup.
0: Well I was asking about the lineup. Well, the last time I saw you, you're on cloud nine you're on top of the world, you're uh, two albums under your belt, you're off recording with some fella named Ian White DJ plus I uh, couldn't keep track of the producers knocking on your door and all of a sudden I return from pre- uh, 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 I return f- from my absence and uh, I find out that you've put out a little artsy fartsy nonsense you you singing in the chorus you're you're doing all sorts and to me that's not the lineup that's not the lineup i remember anyway well that's an interesting um uh
1: gambit you're going on with there a gambit. aye. i think what happened with the lineup is we started off as a sort of a jokey cabaret act mm-hmm. and as we got older that cabaret act got old as well so we decided we wanted to try and become real musical artists Real musical artists in what way? Um, well, we wanted to make ser- more serious songs coming from the heart. You can't even play an instrument, Larry. Um, well, I played piano up to grade four when I was uh, oh,
0: played the piano as a young fella? Who didn't? I suppose, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, um, play the piano because you're made to play the piano. Do you have any passion for the piano? Uh,
1: not really. I, when you, I must admit, but I was trying to, to. And we were trying to make it a a bit more about us creating our own music by me trying to play the piano, trying to get into a lot of
0: trying going on there, laddie. Trying and failing maybe. Trying to make electronic music. Um, I tried to listen to some of your new songs. I couldn't get very far. Well, I'm 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 sorry, Bernie, to hear that you you didn't like. I tried again. I didn't get very far the next time either. Fucking prettier than all. Prettier than shite.
1: Pretty than all, prettier Than All was an important song because it was about female body image
0: and... And what are you writing about a female for when you're clearly a man? Unless there's something you're not telling us. Well, I think... Are you a woman trapped in a man's body? The beauty
1: of imagination and, and empathy, Bernie, is that you can put yourself in somebody else's shoes and you can try and address the topics that's going through their mind.
0: It's the same lad
1: who wrote A Fuck Goldilocks and the Three Bears 2. What are you putting yourself in someone else's shoes then? whose shoes were you in that lyric you you quoted there was one from our 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 mess time when we were 18 years old and it's not a song that we
0: would release in 2018 well that's bloody evident with the type of stuff you are releasing christ our
1: newer music is more serious we have a song called father you use the term music loosely well i don't i see it as music Um,
0: okay I will admit the production values are not very good on it You might say they're missing They're not (laughs) present There are no values There's no value on that production, I'll tell you We were proud of some of the recent songs I was proud of it Well, I mean, that's all that counts, isn't it? You're proud Well done Pat on the back Cheese sandwich And a fucking can of coke Hey We created a song Called Daggers For example Which uh, Professor T
1: Wrote an an excellent verse And it was about anxiety And I think we're addressing
0: Made me first anxious now Listening to it Alright Another song A recent song We released was Father Time Which is about Oh Christ This one again
1: (laughs) Male role models As we grow up And and stepping out of, of the shadow of male role models and becoming your own person. And that's
0: what you want in a good night out, isn't it? Stepping out of the shadow of male role models. Going to, down to International to step out of the shadow of male role models. And have a few beers while you're at it. And then put yourself in a woman's body. Aye. Well, Christ, you might as well have done. This all sounds the same to me. We performed we a song called The Voice Inside. The Voice Inside. That's a classic, though. That, that's on the old school that, that that has that has a bit of intelligence to it. It's not some woman in a man's body walking around a male role. Do you know what I get the
1: sense with you, Bernie? You're wedded to two thousand and four, two thousand and five lineup and you haven't moved on from that. I haven't moved on. What? <laughs> you haven't moved on. If you go to two thousand and seven, two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, we re- released one of our best songs, Reality Check. Which uh, is our own music, completely our own composition. Uh, my, if I may say so myself an excellent chorus uh, yeah. uh, and we also released a song called start again which had meaningful lyrics and was about things that happened in our lives uh,
0: and is, that, is that what you want?
1: I want to speak from if, if I'm going to be a musician I want to speak from the heart I don't want to do cabaret I, well I didn't at that stage last 10 years I didn't want I wanted to at least try to be a musical artist
0: and to, to make music that means a lot to me and if that means you, you let us know then when you, when you end up being a musical artist because it seems like you're still trying very hard f- from my perspective
1: well we, we tried for 10 years and we tried to make our own music and have our own choruses mm. and we released we created all together Bernie you mightn't be aware of this but 70 songs and 70 songs some, some of them were hits some of them were misses <coughs> and some of them <laughs> were in yeah, between
0: some. most of them were in between Aye. I'd say a fair few extra landed over and on the, the Miss column there. We've come to our uh, early 30s
1: and we are now at a stage where we just want to go out and have a good time at gigs. And that's what we did last week when we saw you in the International
0: Bar. And you go out and have a good time by singing songs about sandcastles and women's perspectives and male role models and escaping from the women's male role model building a sandcastle. Isn't that all lovely? But Bernie... What I'm trying to
1: to get to is you were at the gig last week. I was at the gig. And we didn't do any of the songs about the sandcastles and being in the woman's body and all the things you're referring to there.
0: I think you did something similar, though. You did bloody, oh, that one with the bloody, oh, November's Child, born in 85, and then I fucking shot myself and no one cared. (laughs) Reality check, yeah. (laughs) No, that one, yeah. Is that that what you call it? Reality check, was it? It was a bloody reality check for me, anyway. If it was up to you, would we be permanently stuck
1: in 2004?
0: Yes. (laughs) So you're Next question. I wait. I'm asking the questions here. Excuse me, bernie I know it's your show. Hey, you, you would, you bloody well would. You, you'd be stuck in the mindset where you could write a bloody song. I'll tell you that much. See, you're saying to me that there was a buzz in 2004. was a buzz, eh? In 2005. It it. And it's completely gone now. Well, I mean, it's largely gone. It's largely
1: gone. <laughs>
0: the only time it comes back is when you go back to that time. So um, we, we, we tried Rehash 2004. Rehash 2004 forever. That's what people want. That's what everybody wants. They want wigs. They want hats. They want glasses. And they want two face fake snakes. And that's all they want. And that's all they should get. So
1: we, just a, an interesting thing I was thinking about, Bernie. We went away for, for 10 years there. But
0: where were you? Where were you for the last well, year? Well, I, uh, I was off. I had to, I, was, I went on a journey to find myself bernie we both we both know where you are we do clue me in then because i was i cell yeah. block c um all well, right ladies and gentlemen as i said now it was an absolute pleasure to have dr toomey on the air with me tonight that's been Bernie Reeves hip-hop hour and we'll see you next time and uh, yeah that's it good night And welcome back after those two interviews. There with some characters that you might be seeing on a more regular basis from now on.
1: Yeah, the purpose of that uh, kind of interviews was to to test out those characters. Uh, we didn't really have a script or anything with that. Um, but their characters we had back in the day, and we were experimenting with that because we got so much ex- enjoyment out of that from the last yeah. day with those characters.
0: So we're like, surely going on the road to try out t- material for his TV show, but the stuff is strong enough on its own to be a standalone thing
1: yeah perhaps, perhaps or perhaps. maybe not maybe it's shit <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to, to listen back to it but i think it just taps into where we are at the lineup or where we've always been is that we wanted to be creative and it wasn't necessarily about rap music it was about characters and narratives and trying to get some funny things
0: in there or yeah. maybe funny maybe not i don't know Um, Right, you be the judge of that Anyway, that That was very enjoyable to do And you'll probably be seeing a bit more of that in the future And we're going to wrap up this special episode With that thought in mind We'd like to thank you for listening And we'll see you next time